morning. Welcome to today's devotion. I want to thank you, first of all, for continuing to listen. I know the last couple of days I've sort of been silent, and it's probably a good thing that allowed me to get some rest um, because I was a little under the weather. But today I'm going to get right into it. Today's topic is called a new way of looking at things. Sometimes we need to look at things from a a new perspective. The last couple of times in which one time in particular, I remember riding on a a plane um, coming from coming through uh, Texarkana through Arkansas to Dallas. And it was a storm. And I mean, the it was as it was raining outside and it was raining hard. But although that it was raining, we still boarded the plane and we still rode on the plane. And despite that, what was going on, nothing interrupted the flight. There was not a lot of turbulence. There was not a lot of motions, even though that in 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 some extreme circumstances, one that naturally have fear. But today, I want to start with the topic, there's a new way of looking at things. The first scripture is Psalms 34 and 4. David says it like this. He said, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. And he answered me, And he delivered me from all my fears. In the midst of thunderstorms, in the midst of crisis, in in the midst of terror, in the midst of destructions that's happening all around the world, in the midst of death, in the midst of every single thing, we need the authority and a word from God. And if we stand on his authority and his word alone, he can provide that peace in the midst of our fear. It says that they looked to him and were radiant. Their faces will never blush in shame or confusion. In the midst of confusion and shame, we must have something that we can trust in. We can't think about what's going on. And and then I want to encourage you with this other scripture in 37, Psalms 37, verses 4 through 5. It says, David said it like this. He said, delight yourselves in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart and the positions. He will give you the, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the, the desires and the petitions of your heart. How many of you know that that doesn't mean that he's going to give you every single thing that you want. That means as you're seeking God, you're going to begin to desire the things that he wants you to desire. When I studied that and I was like, what? That means that after, as I'm going after God, he's going to make sure that my desires are completely 
in alignment of his desires. So that means that even if I'm on a plane and things are shaky and that things don't look right, I can sit there and I can be calm and I can be at peace despite what's going on around the world. I can still be at peace because I know that he has me. Anyway, it says that commit your way and trust in him and he will do it. And he will make your righteousness, your pursuit of right standing with him like the light and your judgment like the shining of the new noonday. But then here is verse seven. It says to be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him and trust yourself to him. Do not fret, whine. That's what fret means or agonize. Because of him who prospers in his ways. Because the man who carries out wicked schemes. Mm, mm, mm. What does that mean? When it says, be still. This is not a call for us to stop caring. and, and, And just to act like it doesn't exist. But what it is, is it's a call for us to depend actively and live on and leave it, leave ourselves and our lives in the Lord's hands in times of trouble. Allow his peace to carry us past what's going on. So in the midst of what's going on, in the midst of the trying times, we're to allow ourselves to rest in him. I'm reminded about when my children were young and they were babies. If you watch a child, a a little infant, and the mother is holding her, and if you watch, it can be a storm outside. And if you were in Chicago, I've watched women carry a baby. It can be a snowstorm outside, but the baby is bundled up and they're being carried, and it's as if nothing is happening. The mom and whoever's carrying them have it surrounded and covered completely. I've watched people uh, slip and fall, and yet nothing happened to that child. The baby is fine. You see, in the midst of that, we, our confidence is not in what we see. It's who God is. Your memory verse is Isaiah 43 and 18. It says, do not remember the formal things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing and now it will spring forth. This is Isaiah 43 and um, through 18 through 19. Will you not be aware? In other words, God is saying, things are already happening new. And this is where we say a new way of looking at things. Already, things are already happening new. Yeah, we got through COVID. But do you see what's going on right now? Even though it may look bad, but that just means something else is about to happen. When COVID came, that that changed the way that employers now 
after all these years, they're starting to look and see that people can work anywhere from everywhere. See, there is a new way of thinking, a new way of looking at things. Now they can see that they can save costs in the workspace because they can see that the work is being done. Or you, if you can see it now, you can see that church can be done online. There's all kind of things that have opened up. See, although that something bad happened, something new happened. Even in death, after the death of my mom, although that it was painful, a lot of our lives change. A lot of our lives change for the better because there was such a dependency. And, and so sometimes it's just a shift in the way that we look at things. As things happen, we have to be open to say, okay, Lord, what is it that you're doing new in this thing? Can I go on? In, in 43 and 25, it says that I am, I am he who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake. This is the Lord. I will not remember your sins. Remind me of your merits. Give me a thorough report. Let's argue your, place, pace, your, your case. State your position that you may prove to do what's right. In other words, the Lord is saying, why are you reminding me of your guilt, your pain, your past? A lot of us can't move on to a new way of thinking. And even me, I have to remind myself that God has already delivered me from certain things. My past is my past. There is nothing that I can do about it. So here the Lord says, hey, why are you going back to that? I'm, I'm, I have forgot about that thing. For my own sake. He says, so why are you reminding me? I don't need no reminders of your past failures. So we have to stop reminding ourselves of our past shame, our past failures, our, our the, the past way of, of what we failed at, our mistakes. And we have to look and say, God is doing something new. This is a new day. I've learned from that. And now I'm moving forward. Last scriptures as I come to a close. And just, this is just reminders of us. One of the things that we have to do is to be sure this is all about us surrendering. Remembering when I am feeling guilty and making there are some mistakes that I've made that I can't allow that to hold me down. Remember what Jesus said in John 14 and 26. He said, the helper, the Holy Spirit, has been sent forth in the name of Jesus. And the purpose of the helper was to teach me all the things and to bring into remembrance all that Jesus said. You don't believe me? Let's go to John. This is our last scripture. John 14, 27. He says, Peace, I believe you. 
My perfect peace I give you, not as the world gives you. I give it to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. In other words, he said, let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstances and give you courage and strength for every challenge. As I close, I want you to picture this. When I was growing up and I was riding on the L in Chicago, undoubtedly this would what would happen. We would be riding around along the L downtown Chicago and as you're riding past the L, the 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 wheels are screech, screeching around the curve and sometimes the lights go out and it's a screeching sound and it's dark and it's going fast and the train is leaning over off to the streets and you're going around the curves fast. But here's the one thing that I always knew. At the end of the day, that train would stop and I would get off. It's a new way of thinking. Know that God is always in charge. He's sovereign. Father, as we close this teaching today, We want to thank you for changing the way that we look and we see things. Allow us to see things from your perspective. You're sovereign. No matter what's going on, no matter what's being said, you're the one that's in charge. So we completely leave ourselves and our situation in your hand. And we'll allow that to be and to give our peace so that we're not shaken at all times, in all circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay encouraged.